0: Now serving
1: butter and bacon. The good stuff.
0: Hi and welcome to the week 8 recap, week 9 preview of the Butter and Bacon Fantasy Football League. I am your commissioner Dean as always, joined by the color man Paulie. How you doing, Paul?
1: I'm doing well. I am tired. Um Congratulations to the Cubs for winning your first World Series in over a century. Um, It's
0: been a while. It's
1: been a while. Uh, Congrats. Well-deserved, well-earned. Great baseball if you're not a fan of either one of those teams Um, because pulling your hair out the entire series probably is not conducive. But if you're just a baseball fan like myself, it was great to see it go to seven games.
0: And then extra innings. Yeah, with no horse in the race and no rival to root against, I, I really just enjoyed the baseball. Found myself early rooting for the Indians and then saying, well, if the Cubs win, I'm fine with that. Right. And then rooting for the Cubs and saying, if the Indians win, I'm fine with that. Right. And then ultimately, like I just want seven games, and we got exactly that plus, and uh, it was it was fantastic baseball. Yeah, and
1: I mean, so, I, I, I did, I, low-key wanted the Indians to win because I'm a Cardinals fan, so I would not want the Cubs to win just from purely a divisional rival standpoint, but it makes next season all the all the better um, because now you're going to have big in the bridges
0: Cubs fans, so awesome. Well, you know who waited almost as long as the Cubs to get a win was the Frandsens. Start Oks. there. <laughs> but they did. Yes. And I really wanted to pick him this week, and I didn't have the guts to but do it. But you didn't. But the Fran dogs pull off the win over the Snuggly Ducklings who just got done with their own big upset. So, great fantasy, much like the great baseball. One eleven to one hundred and five, basically. Uh, Andrew gets his first fantasy football win. So, congratulations, Andrew.
1: Yeah, Andrew, congratulations um, for our analysis before the game. We said that Brandon Marshall would be huge. Meh. We said that DeMarco okay. Murray would be huge. Meh. We said the Jets yes, D me would. be. Meh. Nah, yeah, but not not compared to what we thought he would do against the that's, Browns. Yeah, that's a good. Point. Um, we thought the Jets D would be big. Uh. Bigger than Jacksonville. Big. <laughs> That's all that matters. Um, and quite honestly, the key to this game, we said keep Kirk Cousins in. Don't put in Cam Newton. Yeah. The Snuggly Ducklings put in Cam Newton. Cam Newton scored 14.9. Kirk Cousins scored 30.8. What was the margin of victory? Six-ish. And so a 15-point spread would have won the game for That's the That's bigger than six. Ducklings. I'm uh, no math.
0: Sure. Wait, I was. Yeah, you but.
1: were. I'm not. I was the artist. Um, <laughs> but even my math, yeah. So we both picked the ducklings to win because we had no faith in the Fran Dogs. Fran Dogs, proving us wrong. Good job.
0: Wolf, wolf over quack, quack. Yes. All right. In a game that sucked, the Norwegian oil rigs destroyed my <laughs> Metroville heroes by 22.
1: <laughs> we, won't, we won't belabor the point here. But, um, yeah, the uh, we, we said that Brady's going to Buffalo. <laughs> you asked me to give you hope, yeah. I had none to give you. <laughs> none. Uh, you 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 were not sure, and neither were I, how uh, Andrew Luck was picked to outscore Brady. Uh, mm-hmm.
0: Luck actually hit. I think they pretty much predicted them both for about twenty-two. He got that. Brady just yeah.
1: Brady it. yeah. Brady had that in the first quarter. Um, we said the Carolina defense was bad.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. We said
1: the Cardinals defense was better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, we both picked you to win. So we
0: Car- Carolina had eight sacks the previous four games. They had eight sacks on Sunday. Yeah
1: so. yeah yeah yeah. Uh, back and. In- we both picked you to win, so we both
0: lost that one. Yeah, the the tap room can't be held three do- down three weeks in a row, except they can. The alligators with a four point win. Yeah,
1: uh, and we and that one we said uh, Chicago would be home for Minnesota and be tonic.
0: Uh,
1: Chicago put the beat down on Minnesota. Yeah, they did to the point where North Turner, offense coordinator, resigned after the game. <laughs> he resigned. He sure did. Yeah, we both picked the tap room to win. Dixie won.
0: So yeah, we, that...
1: we both – we both
0: – we're good. We're good. We're on fire. Yeah, the taproom – and speaking of that Chicago outburst, the taproom had Howard on their bench. thirty two. Yes! yes. That's that just – uh, Make it pink, turn and blue with a uh, big loss at the Radical Islam.
1: Yeah, uh, we both picked Islam to win, so at least we get off the schneid for our picks. Um, you, Mr. Soothsayer,
0: Carr and Tampa would be big. Uh... Yeah, that was big. <laughs> Can I tell you about that game? Yeah, Uh, please do. I know he had a a monster. I actually watched it. He had a monster game, 46 points, over 500 yards passing. He had something in the neighborhood of 78 additional passing yards canceled out due to the ridiculous amount of penalties that were called. Yes. So he actually would have set the NFL record for passing yards if they didn't have so many penalties. I heard
1: after the game uh, that he was interviewed on NFL radio. He said he has not thrown the ball that much since college, which for him is not long ago. Yeah, right? But still, yeah, in college, you tend to just throw it and throw it and throw it and throw it. NFL, you have a little bit more balance. So congrats to Mr. Carr. That was fantastic. Uh, you said A.J. Green would get his points. Yep. And I said that pink is depleted. And we looked at their bench and there was nothing there. We both picked Islam. We both won.
0: All right, moving on. Another Pretty close game. Scott's Cruiser is 115-105 to over Tucker's Luck.
1: Yeah, we both thought that this was a delicious matchup. I believe at the time of our recording, it was a 1.1 point spread, um, which was awesome. Uh, we said that Wilson in New Orleans would be huge. Uh,
0: nope. Yeah, you know, I just don't think – I'm starting to think he – and I'm not the first one to say this. He's just not healthy.
1: Which makes me look forward to Monday night against the Bills, but enough of that. <laughs> uh, I said that Matt Forte would score 45.
0: You got about halfway there. he.
1: He did well. But yeah. Um, the, the law firm's galore in this one. Um, really? We said that Matt Ryan would be big. Yes. Um, you said that Olsen is definitely a better tight end pick than Jason Witten. They, Except he was? They rediscovered Jason Witten. <laughs> <laughs> well, they forgot about Greg Olson, 2.1 points. That's yeah, pretty that's bad. pretty bad. And uh, basically, I was wrong on every prediction. Um, you picked the Cruisers to win. I picked Tucker's Luck to win. Uh, yeah, so we'll just leave
0: it at that. Go, Polly go. Yeah. 128 to 114 over Project Badass. Yeah, Congratulations, neither, neither of us picked
1: me to win. <laughs> no. <laughs> and I won. Maybe that's the key. Um, we, we we were correct in saying the Bills' defense would be strong against the run, uh, the run, and they were. The Bills' defense and the Patriots' defense were terrible fantasy picks. Terrible. Um yes, they were. Um, basically, the Patriots got no turnovers, and the Bills got their five sacks, but it was negated by the 41 points that
0: they gave up. Yeah, that was hurt.
1: Um, in Nuno, I put in. He did well. I was correct in cool. my Hogan revenge game against the Bills. He was huge. Um, I said that Taylor was good for his 18. He got 20. Um, and then we had the running back discussion. At the time,
0: Forsett was going to be out and Riddick would be out, but Riddick
1: played well. He was in. It was awesome. Yeah. Well,
0: and, and again, if I had known Riddick was playing, I might have actually. Well, I probably wouldn't. have
1: No, him, I but. still. I wasn't <laughs> going to pick me. But,
0: <laughs> but I, I really thought that without a healthy running back, you're always going to be at a yeah, disadvantage. And that's been that's, wow, Riddick. That's been my healthy team. Healthy and productive. Oh, so
1: yeah. So I, I might be on the up and up. I might be able to sneak into the playoffs, but I doubt it.
0: But uh, yeah, so so that was that was that game. And in our last matchup of last week, the monkey. I don't know why I don't pick him anymore. This is why. <laughs> one fourteen to one hundred, the Donald.
1: Before the Donalds. any any analysis, you picked the Donalds <laughs> to win. Um, you said you were off the monkey train. Um, you said the Tennessee defense would score more than ten points. Nope. <laughs> I said that Sanders would have a breakout game. Meh. I said that Baldwin would score more than fifteen. Meh. Uh, Larry Legend, again!
0: <laughs> ten catches, unbelievable, good game for him. And
1: you picked Hopkins to have a good game, even though you said you were off the Hopkins train.
0: I'm off the Hopkins train, but yeah. I'm not picking up this week. Yeah, okay. Yes, I will.
1: He had his pedestrian ten points.
0: Again, he's picked every week to
1: be like 15, 16 points.
0: Ten. Ten, not gonna get in. not enough.
1: But we were correct in the pick.
0: We were Maybe I'll pick monkey this week go. Say. I may get to see the monkey this week, so.
1: Anyway, let's go over the standings. In, let's look let's, let's look at the standings. In the picks, I was 2 and
0: 5. <laughs> Terrible. Great week. Terrible.
1: You were 3 and 4.
0: Better than 2 and 5.
1: And that also puts you 3 games correct
0: up on me, so. We,
1: wow. Yeah, nice work, Mr. That's Dean. Soothsayer. Mr. Dean, good work.
0: Well, uh, speaking of standings, we are Eight games through, and right now there is a three-way tie for first place in the pound division. The heroes, the Donalds, the cruisers, all six and two. Look at that. Yep, the alligators right there at five and three, and then the rest of the division is under five hundred. Badass and pink at three and five. And the Fran Dogs off the schnack. Yay!
1: We have a winning team of one game. But it won.
0: He's on a winning streak. (laughs) There it is. Yes. In the slice, tap room, coming back to earth a little now. Six and two, tied with radical Islam. The oil rigs are five and three, and then the rest of the division under 500. Tucker's Luck, three and five. The Ducklings and the Monkey and the Marauders, all two and six. I'm on a roll. So I believe six make the playoff. We have one, two, three, four, five, six and two teams that would all be in. Mm-hmm. And then a tie, uh, two teams at five and three. So tight standings, many weeks left to be played. Many, many, many. But not
1: as many as you think. <laughs>
0: Not as many as you think it'll get here quickly. All right, let's talk about this week. Let's talk about this week. Let's uh let's start with our week 9 preview of the way my app is displaying them, which means we start with my game. Yeah. The Metroville Heroes taking on those Snuggly Ducklings 2 weeks ago with the big win, this week with the big L. What's going to happen next week? I guess I have to tell you first. Yes, what's you do. <laughs> Well, uh, Cam heading to L.A. I don't know. It's, it's one of those East Coast teams heading West type thing. Yep. Not nearly as damaging as the West Coast teams heading East. So I think Cam is still going to do his. The guy that fear I fear the most in that lineup as it's displayed right now, DeMarco Murray. Yep. Um, San Diego is the type of team that <laughs> just lets up a lot of yards. Yep. They let up a lot of points. And I think Murray can run wild against them. Uh, you know, peeking at the bench, Cousins is now on the buy, so... Uh, he yeah, so can he, can't, he can't <laughs> come in in 4.30. <laughs> uh, that Pitt D will probably replace the Jacksonville D, although uh, neither of them are really astute at the turnover, so it'll be be an interesting choice. Well, um, but again, that's in Kansas City for the Jaguars. So um, and the those... Steelers
1: play well no matter where.
0: Well, no, they don't. <laughs> They're, at, at They're at Baltimore, and that's going to be
1: tough. Also with a um, new offensive coordinator.
0: This is a good week to play me, because uh, Johnson from Arizona, bye. Yep. Miller, bye. Yep. Blount, bye. Yep. Eifert, bye. Yep. Arizona D, bye.
1: Yeah, but the Cowboys are playing Cleveland.
0: Tannehill is uh, playing the Jets. Maybe he gets the start over luck.
1: Oh, you know. That,
0: that is that is tempting. Green Bay's defense is not great. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm real happy Stewart has come back healthy for Carolina. I grabbed him off the wire. Yeah. So uh, another one of those fantasy tips. If the guy is not out for the year... Not a bad idea to grab him a couple weeks before he comes back. might be worth using, and this is a situation where, you know, he is definitely worth using because I have so many guys out on a bye. Um, Jones and Williams, both of my receivers are – two of my three receivers are injured this week, so I'm a little worried about – how thin it is, but I'm going to hope they both play. And I don't think it'll be quite as big a spread as the website is predicting, but I do think I will bounce back to the winning column and get a W this week.
1: Yeah, I'm going to think, uh, I'm actually going to go with you as well. Um, DeMarco Murray is going to be the highest scorer, um, I think, for the Ducklings. But what I really see in your favor, um, yes, Fleener is going to San Francisco, and so it's outdoor breeze versus indoor breeze, but it's San Francisco.
0: San Francisco. Yeah, for,
1: nice.
0: Yeah, happy. San Francisco on this <laughs> one, right? <laughs> um, terrible.
1: And the Cowboys' defense is really coming on um, on its own. <laughs> I think they outscore their more than the nine point five is predicted. Um, and then you know you, you do have some decisions to make. Um, I might actually put in Tannehill against the Jets. Um, the Jets have won, but they've made opposing quarterbacks look really good.
0: Yeah, they're good at that.
1: Um, so, yeah, I, I am going to go with you, but, um, you know, I, I think it's going to be closer than indicated, um, and it's going to be mostly on the back of DeMarco Murray.
0: And were you going to give a happy anniversary to Wreck-It Ralph? I was, but it's <laughs> not San Francisco, which is why I stopped. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's what I thought. I just
1: wanted to check. See, this is what happens when you podcast with someone for years and years and years. They know when you're going to say something and don't, and why. <laughs>
0: All right, well, uh, let's head to the shoreline where the tap room. This is three weeks in a row now they've been a little bit under and uh, haven't survived the last two. Now they take on Make It Pink, who, as I look down their lineup, uh, I, I may have given them a chance until I saw Jake Reed on a buy. Yeah. And it's not Jake Reed, is it? Josh. It's Josh Reed. Josh Reed. <laughs> Jake Reed, Vikings receiver from the '90s. Wow. <laughs> um, Josh Reed on a buy, and and that is, uh, you know, most people having their tight end out on a buy, maybe not as impactful. He is one of the best players in fantasy sports, regardless of position. He really so, is. Um, I think that's a huge hole in their lineup. Uh, the taproom looks to be relatively complete with their lineup. Um, and so I think just on that fact alone, I'm going to give the taproom a chance to get the W here. You know, as far as who I think might have big performances, uh, we saw Jordy Nelson sighting. We did. He's actually, he's actually playing a little bit. It's kind of <laughs> nice to see. And uh, I bring that up because they're facing that Indianapolis Colts secondary, oh. which is still trying to sign Paulie to play safety. They are. And, you know, <laughs> they
1: haven't met my salary demands yet.
0: Yeah, uh, you know, I think you could easily play. And while I do like the Ezekiel Elliott at Cleveland matchup for Make It Pink to help keep that score close, I think some of these other matchups are, are just going to go the tap room way. So I'm going to go with the tap room.
1: So that's interesting. Um, for the very same reason, I'm going to go with Make It Pink. Shockingly, I'm going to go with Make It Pink. Not only do I need to pick differently from you, but I also think the Chiefs, the Chiefs defense against Jacksonville. Uh, Jacksonville's offense has not performed at all. The way that they have Blake Bortles is not performing at all the way that he did last year. And yes, he has fantasy stats, but he's also turning the ball over to the other team. And again, it's the Chiefs at home. They're a very different team. Ezekiel Elliott, I think, is going to get 200 yards against Cleveland and maybe yeah, he
0: might go bizarre, maybe then.
1: three touchdowns. Um, Mark Ingram playing San Francisco. <laughs>
0: Again, that's a bang, That's a banged up Mark Ingram.
1: It is, but it's San Francisco. And we talked about earlier, San Diego's defense playing against Marcus Mariota. I think yeah, Mariota, that,
0: I I just, I just noticed that one. Yeah. It almost makes me want to flip my pick. Yeah. Mariota, is a, he is a really good fantasy he, football
1: player. I got to tell you, Tennessee is well positioned to be good for the next three or four years. Um, with their running game that they have and with Mariota playing the way that he has, if they get solid offensive line play, that offense is going to be good. I'm going to go with make it pick.
0: All right, next matchup, uh, another pretty good one that I think the uh, website is a little bit low on, but it's Scott's Cruisers taking on Totally Radical Islam. Uh, Carr, (laughs) coming off that monster performance. Is he going
1: to throw for half a thousand yards again?
0: Now gets Denver's defense. I think (laughs) They will, they will hold them to probably about a quarter of a thousand yards, if not less. Yeah. Uh, Matthews, I think, actually, the Philly-New York games are always fantastic to watch. I, I know it's maybe a Northeast bias by me, but the, those two teams just don't like each other. They know each other really well, and I, I think Matthews has pretty good game against the Giants. Uh, Cooks, we talked a little bit about New Orleans heading out. It's against San Francisco. It is. <laughs> Cobb, if he's healthy, again, another one of those injury concerns. He, he, I thought he was out. All of a sudden, he's back. He's putting up monster performance. They still have no running back. I think they lean on him quite a bit. Uh, Miller on a bye, so he will not be at tight end for, for Islam. Matthews, we already talked about that Philly matchup. Let me just peek at the bench. He, oh, there's is a, McCoy healthy. Yeah. That's that's a big one.
1: I, and it, I, I follow the Bills religiously. It's a Monday night game, so it gives him a better chance of winning. However, you're taking kind of, you know... <laughs> You're taking a chance because if you put him in and he doesn't play, there is no time to make a switch out.
0: Yeah, and Islam's without one of their best players, A.J. Green and, of course, Andy Dalton, then both on buys. Yes, that's big. On the other side, Matt Ryan. It's going to be Thursday night Matt Ryan, but it's Thursday night Matt Ryan at Tampa. Yeah. So I'm going to go against my typical uh, prediction of less offense on a Thursday night. (laughs) I think Matt Ryan could be a beast. Uh, Odell Beckham Jr. gets that same New York-Philly matchup. If he's not proposing to goalposts, I think he can catch a few touchdowns. And Olson back, uh, hopefully bouncing back from a, a very off game. So I, I do think this is a nice matchup, both sides. Uh, the Houston D be on a buy, so that's got to come out. Um, I have no real reason to pick in either direction, but I'll go with Scotts Cruisers.
1: That's interesting. I'm going to go with Islam. Um, I, I have a sneaking suspicion that Cobb has a monster game against Indianapolis. I mean, we talked about their defense, uh, their Indianapolis defense before being a sieve. Um, I think cooks gets his against San Francisco's defense is not that great. Um, and it's going to be weird to see Matthews against Beckham, but I think Matthews has a better game. Um, I think Philly is a more complete team than the giants. The giants against form cannot run the ball this year. Cannot. Um, they're getting by with Eli Manning throwing the ball everywhere. But I, I think Philly's a more complete team, so I'm going to go with this
0: All right. Tucker's Luck taking on a diminished Project Badass. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure Roethlisberger's back yet.
1: Uh, no. He's
0: in the lineup right now. He was throwing. He was. but He was throwing, so they may have a shot there. If not, it'll be Bradford at quarterback. Uh, but the reason I say Badass is diminished is because the Patriots are out, which means, like, half his lineup is yes! out. So. No Gronk, no White, no Lewis. Uh And, you know, obviously no Gronk hurts. Yeah. So um, looking at the lineups, you know, Dez could have a pretty big game at Cleveland. And Crabtree's in that Oakland-Denver grudge match, which is going to be a a good game to watch. I don't know if it's going to be a big offensive game for Crabtree. Right. I think there'll be some – he's always involved in those key moments for Oakland. Crabtree –
1: yeah, Crabtree, not to interrupt,
0: but I'm going to. Crabtree has
1: quietly been a very steady producer. Um, from being kind of a streaky wideout, you know, earlier in his career, he has been kind of the go-to guy now.
0: Absolutely, uh, he's he's a good one to have yep. um, for fantasy and for NFL play. Yep, he just seems to come up with those key moments again. I, I still am questioning Russell Wilson's health, and until he can start adding those four to seven points a week he used to add with his feet, yeah, uh, he he's holding back what he can normally perform. And he's going to have think, a really yeah. tough job against Buffalo on Monday night. Yeah, that Buffalo front is strong. You know, they have a good pass rush. They stop the run, and uh, I think he's going to struggle. I mean, look, they sacked Tom
1: Brady five times, and they gave up a grand total, I think, of 80 yards rushing against the Patriots. Now, that's against Tom Brady, greatest quarterback of all time. That's how he threw over it. You sack most quarterbacks five times, they're not going to win.
0: Oh, oh, hang on a second. I have Joe Montana on the line here. Yeah. Uh, he's, uh, He's with John Elway. Yep, nope. And about a half a dozen other quarterbacks that could take the claim? Nope. (laughs) Because I can name Hall of Fame players. Joe, how many many Super Bowls did you lose? Listen, listen. I can
1: name Hall of Fame players that played with those quarterbacks on both sides of the ball. I can only really think of one that played with Brady, and he's currently playing right now at tight end.
0: (laughs) Because they haven't finished their careers yet. Uh, yeah.
1: You're not telling me Wes Walker's making the Hall of Fame
0: bill belichick it, he's a coach <laughs> <laughs> he's the reason they win they could win with any quarterback. yeah okay uh tell that to jacoby Brissett.
1: <laughs> they won with him they didn't against buffalo they they, won, they
0: they went 11 and 5 the year brady got busted and, and didn't play the whole season this is true he's still a goat well he was a goat in a couple of those
1: anyway <laughs> back to the
0: analysis how'd that, how'd that undefeated season go there tom yeah Nice Uggs. All right, so uh, Antonio Brown back in the lineup off a bye. If he has Roethlisberger, I like him better. Uh, If he does not have Roethlisberger, I think Dez actually wins that head-to-head matchup. Um, Golden Tate is kind of like the Michael Crabtree of Detroit, and so I think he's just been a pretty steady producer, but I I like the Frank Gore matchup at Green Bay. Uh, I think he's going to put up some decent points. Overall, with Gronk, I think this is a closer game. Without Gronk, I'm going with Tucker's Luck.
1: Yeah, this one, um, every time that I think I have a reason to pick one team, I look over on the other side and there's a reason not to. Um, Like you've said in previous episodes, Antonio Brown only does well when Ben Roethlisberger's playing. They're playing against each other. So any touchdown that Roethlisberger throws to Brown is going to basically be negated. If Roethlisberger plays, if he doesn't play, then Antonio Brown is not going to have any points whatsoever. So that's
0: tough. they will have points. He just won't have touchdowns. Not like that.
1: Um, Matt Forte playing Miami. Miami's actually playing really well the last two games, and it's coming off the bye, and it's in Miami. That's hard. Russell Wilson is not Russell Wilson. Yes, he's playing at home, and yes, Tucker's Luck has the Seahawks' defense. I think the defense is going to be on the field a lot more than they're used to. That's going to be tough. <laughs> um, I'm looking at the Giants' defense. They're playing Philly. They are at home, but Philly's offense is not really that bad. And the Giants' defense cannot stop the run lately. Ugh. Des Bryant coming off injury. Proceeds for Seattle's running back. Yeah, Buffalo does not give up yards to running backs. It's really hard for me to pick. Um, I'm just going to have to pick against you because I've got to catch you.
0: (laughs) Very nice. Well, let's see if we'll pick you because you are taking on the Dapper Donalds. I am. You have some bye week issues. I do. (laughs) I do. Logan and Edelman yes. both got to come out of the lineup. Yeah. So the web, I looked up, I'm like, how is the website predicting you to lose by 51? Yep. Well, when you have a handful of guys on the bye, it certainly helps or hurts the projection. Yeah. Uh, I like Austin, even against that Carolina yeah, he's D, come, because yeah, that Carolina D is not that Carolina D. No, he'll be in. So he will be back in, and I think that's a good plus up for you. A Healthy Riddick helps your running back situation. Yes. Not nearly as much as an injured Coleman helps the Freeman situation for the Nons. Right. And Le'Veon Bell. And, of course, Le'Veon Bell against your, well, right now Hogan bye week is right. a huge pass for him. <laughs> so, I guess your not-Hogan bye week is probably going to be maybe a, a Hunter or a waiver Wire ad. So, um, you're a little thin in that spot. And, uh, you know, Sanu has been playing very well for Atlanta at times. And at times he's disappeared. Yeah. So, which Sanu will you be <laughs> this week? Yeah. Uh, Demarius Thomas uh, finally saw a little bit of him back, which is nice for the Donalds and for Denver, uh, taking on that Oakland D, which, uh, you know, I don't really have a strong feeling either way about Oakland and and their defense. I just think that that matchup, I'm looking forward to it on Sunday night. It's going to be a lot of fun. But ultimately it comes down to the quarterbacks, and uh, Taylor for Buffalo. Again, I think he has a very high floor, Mm -hmm. and he's at Seattle, which is a strong defense, but again, more strong in the secondary. I think Taylor gets some yards, may even rush for a touchdown. But Drew Brees is going to be road Drew Brees at San Francisco. It's
1: San Francisco,
0: though! (laughs) So I think road Drew Brees and the fact that Freeman gets the bulk of the share now with with an injured Coleman for Atlanta is going to give Donalds just enough to pull out the win against the Marauders.
1: Yeah, I'm going to have to go with the Donalds as well, Um, mostly on the fact of Drew Brees, like I said. Um, I do think Tyrod Taylor will be the high scorer on my team. Uh, And exactly for the reasons that you said. I think he's going to run for nearly 100 yards against the Seattle defense, mainly because the strength of that defense is its secondary, not the pass rush. They can't pass rush anybody. I also think the Bills' defense is going to get some turnovers. The (laughs) Seahawks' offensive line is like Swiss cheese. The Saints beat the Seahawks. Let me say that again. The Saints beat the Seahawks. Bill's defense is much better than the Saints' defense. I do have some bye week issues. Um, I might actually pick up um, pick up somebody in the waiver wire, uh, see who's available from free agency. I am not going to be picking up Percy Arvin, <laughs> 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 um, which is a Bill's joke. But, yeah, I got, I got to go with the Donalds. They just have a stronger team right now um, between the buys and the injuries. You know, it's nice to see Riddick back in there. Um, Minnesota's defense, it, it's actually interesting. You know, we, we had called it earlier in the season – the a- a- NFC North teams, if their defense is not working, their offense doesn't work. It's really weird how that works. Like, some some teams, it kind of doesn't matter. It's almost like two completely different teams in there. But the Minnesota defense has not been generating turnovers, which means that the Minnesota offense is not on the field as much, and the Minnesota offense can't move.
0: So, I, I have a... Well, the Minnesota offense really isn't built for a long drive. It's not. So they, they rely on those shorter fields from those turnovers. Right.
1: So, I think Detroit wears down the Minnesota defense. So, Riddick, Riddick will get me probably more than the 16 anticipated, but it's not going to be enough. Um, so, yeah, Donalds.
0: All right, next matchup, two of my favorite teams in our league. I mean, I, I like all our owners. I think we have a fun league. But you know I love rooting for the monkey. <laughs> and you know I love rooting for the Dogs. <laughs> it's like picking between children. So, I'm going to have to go to the analysis, and I am not going to talk about Hopkins this <laughs> No. He's on a bye. (laughs) 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 I will, however, look at the rejuvenated uh, Jimmy Graham taking on that Buffalo defense. Buffalo defense
1: cannot stop any tight end.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I think Graham has a a really strong performance against Buffalo. Maybe Seattle's leading receiver this week. Uh, I would agree with that. Uh, Curly has actually put up a pretty nice season in San Francisco. Quietly. And New Orleans doesn't have a great defense. No. So I I think he could be a really good plus at the flex position. Uh, you keep calling for a Sanders breakout game. Probably not this nope. week. No. <laughs> Baldwin against Buffalo. Probably not this nope. week. Uh Prescott at Cleveland. Yeah. Yeah, that could work. <laughs> mm, he might. And you know what? We don't talk about Dak Prescott's running. No, he's another one. Yeah. He might run for two. Uh, this week. On the other side, uh, the Frandogs. Pryor maybe comes off the bench against Dallas. Uh, I like Pryor. Uh, what is this new trend, by the way, of everybody in the NFL putting senior at the end of their game? I, so I don't know. I guess they're all at the age where they're starting to have children, and they all name them after themselves, so they feel the need to add senior. Right. Makes sense.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, Devontae Parker would be an interesting play. I know uh, Andrew does like to root for the Jets like I do, <laughs> um, so he may not want to have to root against his own team. Right. Uh, but Parker could have a really nice game for uh, for Miami, so that might be someone he wants to find a spot in the lineup for. Um, overall, I actually think this is a pretty close matchup, and it shows on the prediction of the website, because right now they have the monkey by two. Yep. Um, and, you know, Andrew has a nice one-game winning streak, and I, th- I think it's going to come to an end. I'm going back to the monkey.
1: Wow. Yeah, I, I too, am going to go to the monkey, um, mainly because of Dak Prescott and Emmanuel Sanders. Um, I don't think that Oakland's defense is going to be able to stop all of Denver's offensive weapons and it seems like last week they all negated each other like the ball was spread out very evenly um, last week amongst the Denver wide receivers. I think Sanders comes out a little bit ahead of time. Um, like I said Graham uh, tight end shred the Bills defense. So you know Graham probably will do more than his 11.9 um, Eagles defense against the Giants. This is interesting looking at the friend dogs team. It's a really tough decision to put in Stafford or or Eli Manning.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, like I had said before, Eli is basically the offense for the Giants. He's gonna get his attempts. He's gonna get his yards. He might throw a couple interceptions, but uh, uh, Philly's defense has been Jekyll and Hyde this year. They've been great, or they've been completely vanished. Um, so that's that's a tough one to pick. But yeah, I'm I'm gonna have to, uh, I'm gonna have to pick against you again. I'm, I'm I gotta catch up.
0: Now. I'm waffling. Originally, I would have said Eli was a no-brainer against Philly because Stafford was taking on that Minnesota defense, but but that Minnesota defense hasn't been that good the last couple They haven't been that good, and Philly's defense is opportunistic. And if he takes out Morris and puts in Parker, whoa, Andrew might get a two-game winning streak. I don't know. This this is going to be a tough one. I'm picking Andrew. I'm going with the monkey. All right, our last game, the... Much depleted Norwegian oil rigs will take on the Dixie Landings alligators. And I say much depleted yep. because Brady, bye, yep. Crowder, bye, yep. Bennett, bye, yep. uh Royal, bye. Yep. Cincinnati D bye. Yep. However, Ajay, get him in the lineup. Oh yeah. Please put although, him in. Although, I don't know what Ajay's uh, prowess is with catching the ball. No. He's gonna have a hard time running against the Jets. If he can get that one carry and get that one long run like running backs sometimes do, he will have a good fantasy game. Yeah. He will not have a great NFL game. They just don't give up that much on the ground. Yeah, you know, I, Gurley, uh, on the other hand. Gurley, Gurley. <laughs> Gurley's going to come off the bench, and he's going to do some damage in Carolina. Yeah, he is. Uh, Winston is a fantastic backup fantasy quarterback. Yes. He'd be a starter in most 14-team leagues, yep. so that is a great great play for the Riggs to get him in the lineup. Roger should shred that Indy Colts. Yes. Uh, secondary, I mean, I mean, shred his his score will most certainly start with a three. It might start with a four this week.
1: Yeah. They're predicting 28 for the site. That is so conservative. It's not even funny.
0: Yeah. That's one of those things where like, you know, you you look at the uh, season long predictions for win totals on, on teams and uh, you know, any sport, like they're already talking about baseball for next year and the, the Cubs have the highest predicted win total at 93. Yep. Every year, somebody gets over 93 wins. They just don't want to put that prediction out there. And that's how I feel like yeah, they never want to predict scoring predictions
1: that, are. Yeah, they never want to get, predict a 100-game
0: winner. Yeah, they'll, they'll put 28 for Rogers. What that means is, boy, he's got a good chance at 35-plus. And I think that's ultimately going to end up being the difference here. Rodgers has been a real – the other Rodgers, Jaquise Rogers, has been a real nice find at running back for Tampa. And, of course, Julio Jones is uh, – Facing Tampa in that matchup, uh, since Rod- Jaquez Rogers is at Atlanta, so I just like some of the weapons on the Alligator side better. I think the oil rigs are going to be a little bit undermanned this week, and the Alligators take the win. Yeah, I mean, look at looking at this. Um, how
1: can I pick the rigs? How can I talk myself into picking against you? I can't. Well, T. Y. Hilton's going to have a nice game in Green Bay. Yeah, he is, but I, I, I can't. There's just too much on the buy. <laughs> um, you know. Uh, Gurley, he's still not... Yes, it's against Carolina, but he is not the Gurley that played last year. And I don't know if that's offensive line play um, in LA or not. Ajay, Jai, I tend to agree with you. I don't think he's going to put up 200 against the Jets defense, but I also didn't think he would put up 200 against the Bills defense. The Bills defense has demonstrated they can stop the run except for him. Um, So, yeah. uh, I'm going to have to go with you. I'm going to have to go with the Alligators. Um... Interesting thought that, you know, you got Aaron Rodgers there, but I don't think he's going to be the top scorer. No? No. I think Jones against that Tampa Bay defense.
0: Yeah, it'll be interesting to watch. I think
1: Julio Jones is going to get another monster game. Monster game. Division game. They don't like each other. We talked about the uh, Eagles and the Giants don't like each other. Yeah, Tampa
0: really doesn't like Atlanta. Well, I think that's true. I, mean, I think it'll, the Alligators might have the two highest-scoring players in this fantasy match. <laughs> it's quite true. <laughs> and that's why I'm picking them. Yeah, me too. All right, well, uh, good luck in week nine. I will probably not be doing any tweeting during the games because I'll be in my happy place. What? Yeah, I'm going to head on a little vacation, go do some running, hopefully see some of our owners down there in uh, whatever happens in week nine. Pauly, I'm sure you'll be following along. Yes. All right. Well, good luck in week nine to everybody, and we will check in again next week.
1: This has been The Good Stuff. Thank you for listening to Butter and Bacon.